Aloha! Welcome to the Hale o Nakaula podcast. We are based upcountry on the stunning island of Maui. If you have any questions or want to know more about us, you can always check us out at hokmaui.com. We would love to connect with you on social media throughout the week on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Today, our pastor, Daniel Oliveira, illuminates Jesus Christ's desire to include us in his Father's family. In Matthew 12:50, Jesus was not closing a door on his physical family, he was opening the door for everyone to become part of his spiritual family. For whoever does the will of my Father who is in heaven, he is my brother and sister and mother. We do the will of the Father by loving the Lord with all our heart and loving our neighbors as ourselves. So one thing that I wanted to talk to you about this morning is about Jesus Christ, the Messiah. You know, if you study the time of the Second Temple, the time that they, Jesus was born, it is fascinating to just try to understand because, you know, like we're doing, we're reading the New Testament together, and a lot of times it's hard to really read and understand, right? And it, 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 it is true, because we live 2,000 years later in another culture, another environment, and so we think, but that does not apply to me today. But I think that when we go back and we understand what was happening at that time, we will actually see that it, the Word of God is not limited by time. Number one, the Word of God, John 1, is God. So what we have here is something that we can apply in our lives throughout eternity. You know, you just understand the context where this happened, and then you apply to your life. You know, so it is important because if we believe, number one, in the return of the Lord, in the kingdom of God, like he taught us to pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, we have to believe for something new, something to change. And the preparation for his coming was John the Baptist saying, repent. Repent, because you have to get ready for something new. You know, and we had a, a, a moment with our children in the after school program and talking about that. At the time of Christ, life was very hard. If you were born a slave, you would be a slave forever. If you were not a Jew or, you know, you would not be able to move from one place to another. Women were not treated right. <laughs> you know, and there's like racial issues, a lot of division, even among the Jews, there were like a lot of division, a lot of issues. And Christ came as a man, as a baby. God did not just send him ready, you know, like we wish we could do, like, Lord, make me ready. 
And he's saying, I'm making you ready from the moment you were born. I'm preparing you. I'm bringing you up. And we want, we want like instant sons of God. But even Jesus was not an instant son of God. He was born a baby and he had to grow up. And he was here to do and to start something new and different. Which we humans turned that into a religion. But I think that what he was trying to do is create a family. He was trying to create an atmosphere where we would actually walk in the world together. Every time that God moves, he has to start from nothing. So he faced many challenges and he had to learn by the things that he suffered. Not necessarily suffer, suffer, but he had to learn. You know, he had at one point his mother saying, we're out of wine. Come on, do something here. You know, he had the atmosphere, the, the, the care, and the protection of his parents. And at one point, you know, let's go to Matthew 12, verse 46. While he was still speaking to the crowds, behold, his mother and brothers were standing outside seeking to speak to him. Someone said to him, Behold, your mother and your brothers are standing outside seeking to speak to you. But Jesus answered to one who was telling him and said, Who is my mother and who are my brothers? I need to pause here for a little bit because a lot of people over the years have interpreted this like his family did not believe him. And even if that's true for a while, you know, at the end, his mother was there at the cross and James, his brother, was the leader of the church in Jerusalem. So he was not here rejecting anything. I think that he was actually including. He was not closing the door, he was opening the door. God is never closing the door. He's always opening the door. Jesus said, who is my mother and who are my brothers? And he's stretching his hand toward his disciples. He said, behold, my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my father who is in heaven, he is my brother and sister and mother. So do you understand this? He was not closing the door. He was just saying, whoever does this, whoever does the will of the father, is part of the family. Do you want to be part of the family? That's where we are. We want to learn to do the will of the Father. So I'm blessed is because as we move forward into this new thing that God is doing, we will have to become more and more His family. And that is not exclusive. You know, you almost could say, oh, my family and my, is like what I already know. And that's what Christ came and he said, no, the, 
Paul said, in, in Christ there is no Greek or Jew, slave or free, man or woman. He, he came, that's radical. 2,000 years ago, that was radical. Nobody wanted to hear that. Because everybody had something to protect. Right? No, I am a Jew. I am this. I am that. I'm a Roman. You know, and if you're a Roman, you had rights. If you're not a Roman citizen, you had no rights. Does it make sense? And Christ came and said, he broke all the lines of division and separation. No, no, no. Everybody's the same. Everybody has the same opportunity. And that is huge for our understanding of salvation and grace and actually a walk with God. But, again, let's keep studying about the early church. How did the church start? Let's go to Acts 2, verse 43. Everyone kept feeling a sense of awe, and many wonders and signs were taking place through the apostles. And all those who had believed were together and had all things in common. And then they began selling their property and possessions and were sharing them with all, and as anyone might have need. Day by day, continuing with one mind in the temple, and breaking bread from house to house, they were taking their meals together with gladness and sincerity of heart, praising God and having favor with all people. And the Lord was adding to their number day by day those who were being saved. We always read this. You know, but I, this week I was reading this, not thinking about just breaking bread. But I was thinking about breaking the spiritual bread. Sharing the Lord with one another. Sharing the word. Sharing the spiritual food and nourishment. And... First Corinthians 11, it talks about the communion. That a lot of times we come and there are some that are weak because we're not partaking of the communion rightly. For me, it means if I have walls, I'm not sharing the bread. I'm not becoming a family. I'm not receiving and giving what I need. And this, to me, is why it is so important that we open up to receive His love and to receive the relationships that He has blessed us with. You know, at the cross, His mother was probably crying and He he was concerned about Mary. Right? And he looked at John, the beloved, and said, Son, this is your mother. Mother, this is your son. He created a new relationship and a new housing and protection and maybe even a mothering continuation for John. (laughs) Because I believe that she was equipped to be the mother of the Lord, 
right? And she was led. She was. She had a walk with God. She had a, a real correct response to what God asked her to do. And I believe that we read that that Mary and others were always with the disciples. And I believe that they were not just like, you know, making food for them. <laughs> they were like part of the leadership. So I think that maybe it was the Lord blessing John also with a mother. So when we talk about breaking bread, we're not talking just about physical needs. I think that sometimes it's easier to be open to receive some physical help. To be this family that God is bringing forth, we're going to have to open up to receive more than that. What is the will of the Father? That we love one another as He love, loves each one of us. I think that that has a meaning also that we love Him because He first loved us. The more I open up to receive His love here, the more I'm going to be able to receive His love here. Directly from Him. Let's go to Matthew 7. I bless this for us because I, I really believe that by our prayers and our walk with God, we created and we asked for what God is doing. But on the other hand, we don't know how the answer will come. Just like they were expecting the Messiah. Everything about Judaism is the Messianic expectation. But they did not really know how he was going to come. And I'm telling you, just like 2,000 years ago, today, we have been crying to the Lord for something. And he will surprise us. And he will do above and beyond what we can ask or think. You know, because we, when we, we look at a situation and we, we see a desert. And he sees rivers. And when we ask for a river, we are looking for a little creek. And that would be enough for us. You know, maybe I will just go back to my father's house and then be hired. <laughs> and the father said, no, no, come here. I was waiting for this day. The father is waiting for the day that you take a step. Despite the shame. Despite the past. That you just take one step. And start walking towards Him. We tend to take everything and make that into a religion. You know, if I do this and I don't do that, I'm, I'm, I might be fine, right? Let's go to Matthew seven twenty-one. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of my Father, who is in heaven, will enter. Again, who are my family? 
those that do the will of the Father. And what is the will of the Father? Do you know? Many, many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Or, and in your name cast out demons? And in your name perform many miracles? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. It's almost like Isaiah 58 that we're reading, right? You're doing everything according to the law, but you're not doing it here. You can prophesy, you can do all the, the rituals, but I want you to relate right. Matthew 22. Is this okay? I bless this for us. Lord, we are in a time of a search. We're in a time of even repentance. Because we want more of you. You know, we, wanna, we want to be effective in our walk with God. You know, but one thing that we need to know is we are only going to be effective when we learn to do his will. Then we are part of the family. Okay, 2236. We all know this, right? A lawyer asked him a question, testing him, Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? We're talking about being the part of the family. Who are my mother and brothers and sisters? Those that do the will of the Father. So this guy, he wanted to be part of the family. Right? How can I, I, I be part of the family? How can I do the will of the Father? And he said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and foremost commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend the whole law and the prophets. That's huge. Isn't that? I love that. We love to complicate things. He's saying, you, you take all the law and the prophets and everything that I, I was speaking there, that God was speaking, everything that Christ came to do is to teach us that in these two commandments, you can fulfill everything. The law is only a tutor, a manager to teach us to receive love. We take the law and we, take, we think we can control people. And we think we can control ourselves. But the whole point is God saying, I want to include you in my family. I want to open the door for you to be part of a relationship with me. And I'm going to teach you how. But first, you have to love me. To love me, you have to receive my love for you. And you have to love your neighbor. And I think that for you to love your neighbor, you will also have to receive his love for you. 
That's how we become a family. That's how we become the body of Christ that Ephesians 4 talks about. That every joint supplies. That we leave our infancy. We leave our immaturity by receiving and moving together. And walking in the Word. Don't you wish you could just walk in the Word by yourself? Don't you wish you could walk with God by yourself and like just leave everybody leave me alone? <laughs> I hope that by this time we realize that it is impossible. Because God is right here. What I need from God is in the precious gifts forever yours. And we are are going to restore, by faith, the atmosphere of the early church. That we're going to go from house to house, breaking bread. You know, when Christ broke bread, he said, here, this is my body. I'm giving it to you. And now you're going to take what you have, and you're going to give it to somebody else. And just like he gave to his disciples... And they had to receive from him. I think he is saying, now you're going to have to receive what your neighbor has. You're going to have to feed and be fed if you're going to be part of this family. I bless this word for us. Lord, we open up. We bring praying Holy Spirit, guide us. The Lord told his disciples, I have many more things to tell you, but you're not ready. You cannot bear them. And I don't want that to happen to me today. I don't want to have the Word and the Lord and the Holy Spirit trying to communicate with me something that I'm not able to bear because I still have walls to receive it. To hear it. Having eyes I see not. Having ears I hear not. That is scary for me. So we are in this time of looking to the Lord. Lord prepare us. I'm hoping that I will be prepared to hear what he has to say to me today. Amen. Amen. Mahalo for listening to this message. If you are led to leave a rating and review, please feel free to do so. May God bless you.